Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Hello, this is Gina Thies, and I'm here with Katrina Wynn, and welcome to another episode of Oracle Soup. Yes. You know, Oracle Soup has been um, really um, a source of information, and we did this as a I guess a labor of love amongst ourselves to put out information because we thought, you know, if we're having these conversations, somebody out there is thinking about this too. The way this started is we start having conversations and go, hey, that's going to be a great topic. That just (laughs) happened to us just a couple of minutes ago. And then we went, darn it, let's just record it. And what I had said to Gina, I go, Gina, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I saw that new movie Harriet about Harriet Tubman and I was in tears the whole time and it was really a powerful movie because not only is it talking about the journey of an African-American at a very critical time but it was also about the incredible courage and perseverance of a woman and the third really important element it's the story of a psychic I mean even though she says she's talking or listening to God or whatever um that God is the same channel a lot of psychics use, right? You know, um, over and over again, I think it becomes increasingly important that when we have these uh, stories that uh, portray some sort of heroism, that these people often have a higher source. It's almost identical to the, 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 the hero's journey, right? You, you, you get a higher source that, that, that is of, of, of guidance. And there's a, I think there's a reason for that. I think yes. that's what makes a lot of these stories, when you, you break it down, even in fairy tales, it makes it very, very appealing. Yes. The hero answers to a call. Um, and I also call that answers to a motivation. Right. Um, whether it's divinely inspired, I personally think that we are everything and it just comes from, you know, paying attention to our higher source. Um, that is also we're connected to and therefore part of. But and I not think in, everybody pays attention though, Ms. You, Gina. You know and that's what? a whole it, it, other topic. Know, that that veil and getting through that is a definite It can be scary. It's terrifying. It's yes. terrifying. You know, we didn't get to be the people who we are and do what we am without facing those same scary moments. Yes. I actually, you know what? Uh, another thing that happened recently is I was going from the U.S. into Canada. And I was going there in that very night. I was going to be teaching a tarot class. And I was the last person in line. They decided to hold me back and ask me a lot of questions. And so I just opened up my iPad and I showed them, look, I'm going to be teaching here at this place on this website. And clearly it's a tarot class. 
And the guy goes, Ooh, okay, hold on a moment. And he goes back to talk to his uh, higher up or whatever. And, but it's just one of those moments where you still to this day to do what we do takes a lot of courage and calling. And, well, first and- of all, Katrina, we don't talk to the popo. So I will share one more. I will share another time with you what happened to me going through the security in Athens when they asked me who packed my suitcase. And I, <laughs> I, I really couldn't answer that question about who packed my suitcase because I didn't know what they were asking about in my suitcase. So that's a whole other <laughs> funny story. Oh, but my goodness. Right, the courage, courage to do this. We started doing a card for our episodes, and I think we decided on the high priestess. Right. And in the high priestess, it, you know, this is a card where you. But we almost went with the chariot. We were, we almost, we were t- it was a toss up, but yeah. I, I decided the the high priestess would be so fitting because you know, within the high priestess, you have intuition, you have a certain sensitivity to things, right? Um, you understand a motivation. You know, when is the right time to say something versus not say, saying something? And you have to empathize with the cause. And there's also something about being in more than one world, one foot in one world, another foot in the other world. And also being the person who helps those transverse those two worlds. And of course, when we're talking about someone like Harriet Tubman, that's what she was doing. She was taking guidance from what to her was God, but helping real people in real time survive. The high priestess and what we would, the, the, the writer Waitsmith has the scroll, right? And that scroll is said to represent a certain element of knowledge. And so you know how much uh, Harriet knew where she was going. The people that were following her didn't know what the heck was going. They had to have right. complete surrender and trust, right? They, they had, had to, to surrender, surrender and, and say, trust to her because she had surrendered to higher guidance. Right. But yes. then I'm saying she knew she had a not, she had something that she knew was like, oh, okay. But you know, in order to say, okay, those people had to be motivated by something, something yeah. higher than themselves. And they had to they had to kind of, uh, and what, one of the reasons why we talked about this topic is like, you have to answer that calling of the universe. That's the right. universe was tapping and saying something is greater. Something is this, you know, this is going to have an impact. And it's, it, it may have been, you know, at the time, with, we're looking at it now and the impact that has, but those small, very, and I call a small group of people because it wasn't. The, the amount that we talk about when we look at Moses in the Bible, thinking about it was a very, very small amount of people that said, hey, this has to be done. But they had help along the way. The helps along the way, right, had to also, they all had to be convinced of something greater than themselves. And so then the high priestess, I mean, she's the high priestess. She's very revered. She's looked up to. And she is a guide. You know, when we think of the Oracle and Delphi, you know, we look to these guides. And so when we're embodying Major Arcana 2 or Key 2 and the High Priestess, we need to respect ourselves. We need to respect the guidance that's coming through us. And we definitely need to keep our feet in both worlds. Absolutely. So I think this episode is going to be uh, a really uh, listen to it and listen to it again, because I think there's so much that we had going on. We can't even fit it all in the time that we want, but it's so important. And uh, thank you, Katrina, for sharing. Thank you guys for listening and do enjoy. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair. 
and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. So Gina, I am so enthralled and so impressed with the life and the risks that Harriet Tubman made, especially as somebody who, from my point of view, possibly your point of view, was not just hearing the words of God, but actually was just totally tuned in psychically and had surrendered to those messages and realized that they helped her and the people she was trying to help be safe and to really follow through on that mission. And uh, I get so passionate about that. What about you, Gina? You know, I think um, it's, you know, these stories resonate uh, uh, with so many people on so many levels um, because it, it is keeping in mind it's the it's the story of the the, the the hero or the heroine right which I think in the in in the in the context of the female is a little bit different journey um, you know, in the story, we, we talk a lot, and especially in the realm of tarot, we look at the hero's journey, and typically it's focused on the relationship with uh, the paternal side, you know, the struggle, the facing the demon, the, you know, and, 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 and finding of self. And I think a little bit for, um, in this case, it was like listening to the pulse of the universe. Um, and that happens a lot for us uh, practitioners and how we show up to our calling, right? Because right. We, 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 we absolutely are trying to shepherd <laughs> or herd um, and lead, sometimes lead, and I, and, I, and I say that carefully, but we're, we're, we, we have somewhere that we're starting from uh, with a seeker, um, and even if you're doing self-seeking, meaning, you know, you're self-teaching or you're looking at introspection or whatever, you're starting from a place and you're trying to get to a place. So it's a journey. That's why it's called a journey. And so um, the responsibility falls to us as advisors to take a person from one place to the other, right? And so in terms of the Harriet Tubman aspect of it, I, I look at myself as I, I, I've got to take you from one place and get you to the other safely, right? Safely. How do you do that safely? Um, there are lots of perils. Um, and so um, getting to understand, I think it starts with, you could only do this, in my opinion, is if you truly know your own journey and know about those, those perils. And I think Harriet probably had to know a lot about herself and what she could tolerate and what she couldn't. So I think tolerance and, and the motivation, because none of us do any of this without proper motivation, right? And right. so the motivation of it all. Well, you know, what I observed, at least, from the, the Harriet Tubman story, there's also a great deal of surrender that was going on. She oh, yeah. basically surrendered to a, a guidance that was greater than her own ego fears. You see. I just have to say right now, because I'm feeling it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, have mercy in my own stuff where I have been through my life experience and think, thinking trials, tribulations. Um, I got to a point where I had to surrender 
I had nowhere else to go and I had to surrender. And so when people ask, uh, particularly, where are you getting this from? So if you're, yeah, so for instance, if you're doing a reading and you're coming up with some heavy duty information, it's like, oh my God, what's, so who or what is telling you this? And what I always go back and explain to people is like, you don't understand on my journey, I had to surrender. I had to surrender. And I say, really, I had to surrender to God. Yeah. And what do you call it? God or goddess, creator, source, great spirit. Exactly. You know, that's so just labels and terms. But it's true, Gina. That's what each of us are invited to do, especially when we tap into deep, deep psychic impressions and guidance is we say, okay, there's something coming to me or it wants to come through me and it's coming from a greater wisdom than just my own little bitty eye self. <laughs> yes. Yes. And now I understand too, when I have to explain when people are saying, well, how do you do this work? How do you do this? And you know, how are you so accurate and how do you do? And now um, I, I, I called it at one time, you know, it's like having to be on, but when I sit and I, um, as you know, I'm a busy event reader, but I, I have to do that in the mode of, you know, impacting people 30 seconds at a time. <laughs> and so how do you do that? And I realize how much I live in complete surrender, even in those moments, because I have nowhere else to go. And so um, I'm not a big person of making it up, but I, I, you know, every person I come across and doing the work that I do, I want them to have an impact. Um, and so it is about understanding what that surrender is and what it looks like. And it's, you know, it's twofold. It's like, I know myself, I know the information, but I also have to surrender to opening up to source. And I love, right. I love using source. Yes. Um, oh, and, and speaking uh, of source, I yeah. wanted to like do a little backtrack here for a moment. Um, so tapping into some people who tapped or they were tapped by source. <laughs> I'm going to start over with this little part. So some other women who have been incredibly psychic and maybe not understood, but you know, there was a member of the Golden Dawn and her name was Dion Fortune. Mm -hmm. And she basically channeled an entire book called The Cosmic Doctrine. And she shares some amazing information about basically how the universe was formed. You know, and it's a template for how just about all of life is and was formed. And things like that to me are fascinating because it didn't come from her head, really. It just came from opening herself some, to some divine message that needed to come through at that particular time. And that's why she may have been chosen to be the conduit for that information. And then years later, we got Barbara Han Clow. Now, originally she um, channeled a book called uh, The Pleiadian Agenda. But later on, after years and years of research, and she was the publisher for Baron Company, you know, she read a lot of things, she researched a lot of facts, and then it started making sense to her. And she could bring in more scientific information or contemporary information to back up the stuff she'd actually channeled. And so in Alchemy of Nine Dimensions, she's actually decoded all that psychic information. And that can, that's actually, for me, also very life-changing because it's talking about these various dimensions that we all uh, relate to or live in or struggle with in life. And, and things like that, again, are fascinating. And one more example, and now we're swinging over to the masculine side of things, 
But Rob Bresny, in his book, Pronoia is the Antidote for Paranoia, he actually talks about Dante. And of course, a lot of us love Dante and the divine yes. comedy. But, you know, he actually died in 1321 before it was finished. And according to Bresny, he says that when Dante's sons, which were Jacopo and Pietro, assembled the manuscript for publication, they realized that parts of it were missing. And so they searched the house for days to no avail. And only after they had given up hope did help arrive. The spirit of Dante appeared in Jocopa's dream and showed his son a hiding place in the bedroom wall. And upon awakening, Jocopo went to the spot his father had indicated and found the lost papers. Wow. And how many times have... I, I've been in session with people, I've, I, you know, my, heard stories, experience. It's like that moment when you just don't know something appears. Um, sometimes it's a relative. It's a dream. It's a feeling. You know, it's, it's an instinct. It's something that gives you that when you finally get to a point of almost surrender because you give up you don't know there's no there's to no avail there's nowhere to go and something steps in to show you you know to guide you to give you that insight and so that becomes so important um in fact actually that's the purpose of using the tarot cards because it's way of saying to that higher guidance or wisdom whatever you want to call it higher intelligence you're saying you know what i am open to guidance and I'm even open. if you feed it to me in little tarot cards i'm gonna get it because that's a shared language and the thing about how i explain to people it's really always there the current is always there the cards or the runes or the you know whatever you use it's there to help you dip into that river, so right. to speak, right? That's right. And so I, I know you, you've made some references to some amazing um, people there um, that I mean, that there's more even able to people, recognize. There are so many. Joan of Arc. Yeah, for me. Joan of Arc. Joan you, of Arc. Stop it. No, 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 no. Stop it right now <laughs> because I was getting ready to go right there. This is like a psychic moment on the on this podcast right now. I yes. was getting ready to say, and here's, here's where it's funny. The elementary school that I went to was St. Joan of Arc. <gasps> Down there in New Orleans. And I already, yes, and I already had it circulating where I was getting ready to go is saying the first exposure that I realized were as to where you get these opening up to the messages of the divine was through Joan of Arc. And that was the namesake of the school that I attended, St. Joan of wow. Arc Elementary School in Much New better Orleans. better than my high school. I'm not going to tell you. And let me tell you, here's, here's, a, here's <laughs> where I was going to go with this on our podcast is saying, you know, I was fascinated by the story of Joan of Arc because Joan of Arc, one of, the, one of her things, what she said was, I was in my 30th year when I heard a voice from God to help me govern my conduct. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I was just, plum, you know, we, they, they teach you the stories, stories of the saints and everything, but Joan of Arc uh, uh, was uh, a, a, in a figure throughout my, my early years. 
um, and uh, she was nicknamed the Maiden of Orleans. And so when people ask about how to pronounce and they say, where are you from? And I say, I'm from New Orleans. And that is why, because it is named after Orleans. And that's how you would say it in French, en français, right? And so um, we don't say New Orleans. <laughs> and now people say New Orleans because it's Orleans. easy to say New Orleans and drag it out, right? So um, Joan of Arc, it is so weird that you said that before I did because that's exactly where I was heading. Yeah. And she was hearing stuff, right? She was, um, she was getting busy. Many, yeah, it, she was. And so uh, you and I were talking about Harriet Tubman and, and, and saying, you know, you know, come to think of it, she was probably hearing stuff too. Well, you know, they called her the Black Moses. Uh, when you look at the story of Moses, well, uh, he wasn't talking to a burning bush and hearing stuff. I don't know what that was about, but I, exactly. if, if, if anybody's into, uh, I call them Egyptophiles and want to know about, you know, I look at the, the story of Moses um, and, um, uh, um, and what he was doing and leading those people. That's right. You know, there's a calling there and it's like that 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 sacrifice of greater than self yeah. is a whole thing but i think getting into using these tools that we have to tap into that and you're and, and you know we all become our little own individual moses to lead people from one aspect of being to another absolutely um, sister what and and the path is always very narrow i'm just gonna say that it's interesting to have inspiration to be able to use these tools and motivations to use these tools to be able to uh, have it guide. It, you know, at the end of the day, it's all guidance. And just surrendering to not just the messages coming through, but to actually to your willingness to be a channel, even in dangerous times. And so bless each and every one of you for what you're doing. Amen. Thank you for spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup Pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor, spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.